Welcome to Never Have I Ever, the film review podcast with a twist. In each episode, we review a film with two guests, a diehard fan and someone who's never seen the film until now. I'm your host, Saidat, and this is episode one. Let's get into it. We wanted to kick off the podcast with a film that has united and sometimes divided audiences the world over. Our first episode is all about a film from 1965 that's given us a timeless soundtrack, a regular TV slot during the Christmas and New Year period, and of course, Curtin Couture. It is none other than The Sound of Music. The film tells the story of an aspiring nun who becomes the governess in the home of a widowed naval officer with seven children. What follows for the next three hours, yes, three hours, are some family adventures, a sprinkle of romance, Nazis, and lots and lots of music. The Oscar award-winning musical stars Julie Andrews as Maria, and Christopher Plummer has Captain Von Trapp. I'll be joined by two special guests to review the film. We'll have somebody who has never seen the film until now and somebody who's watched the film countless times. First up... Patrick Rees, and uh, I'm very excited to be here. I, I, I have watched the film, it took me two days. <laughs> so you've never seen The Sound of Music before? No, I, I think we spoke um, briefly about that. I did feel like I'd missed out and I did have this imposter syndrome because I think everyone in the world's seen it apart from me. Next up, our diehard fan. My name is Claire Lillig. And where are you based, Claire? I am in um, Washington, D.C., or I guess right outside of Washington, D.C. in Maryland. And you are a self-described Sound of Music fan, right? Yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so why has Patrick never seen The Sound of Music before? Well, look, I, I hate I hate musicals, right? I, I, I just don't. The only musical I liked was when I was nine and because I fell in love with a girl who played Eliza in My Fair Lady. So why now? Why The Sound of Music? Well, I just thought, you know what? Um, I'm just going to watch it and then I can actually have an opinion. And I thought, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if somebody had said, you know, have you seen Star Wars? I can't imagine anyone else not seeing that. So, and it's a similar thing, you know, right? So it's, it's up there with, with the greats. And I just thought, what, you know, obviously it's been around for so long. It's, it's legendary and maybe I'm missing out. For Patrick, not seeing The Sound of Music has led to some interesting workplace conversations. Well, I'm a trader and my work, um, even the FX, the hardened macho FX traders um, were, had seen the film and, and some of them really enjoyed it. And so I, was, I pretended I'd seen it, but then um, eventually I got caught out because um, there were loads of references. Um, and obviously, you know, the music's really famous. Um, so I kind of... I, I, I was winging it for, for a while and, uh, and then I just thought, oh, well, I'd better see it, I guess. <laughs> and for Claire, the love of The Sound of Music stretches back all the way to childhood. How big of a fan are you? 
I've definitely loved it my entire life since I was like a baby. It was like the first musical I ever saw. Um, like first song I learned how to sing was from Sound of Music. How would you describe the Sound of Music to somebody who's never seen it? Yeah, I feel like at first it's easy to be like, oh, it's a feel good movie. But like, honestly, it's kind of not. <laughs> it, it's about the Nazis. You know, it's about, I mean, nobody really told me that. I, I honestly didn't know. And it's about them infecting you know, the, the periphery of a beautiful um, sort of household and then how how those people react, you know. The story captivates a lot of people because there are younger children and there are older characters and you can relate to the younger characters when you're a child and then when you're older, you can relate to kind of the more serious adult stuff in the film. So I think that's why it's kind of ageless. We're just going to talk a bit about the film, go through it from the top to the bottom. I really want to start with the opening scene where she's on the hill, she's on the mountains, the camera's panning in and she's spinning around and she begins to sing The Sound of Music. Seeing that beginning part, I've always been like, I, I want to be there. Like, that's so amazing. My heart sank when I first <laughs> saw the first few scenes. Oh no, this is like exactly what I imagined. Really saccharine, sugary, um, uplifting, kind of boring, really. I was like, right, okay, I better put the kettle on, like <laughs> get some provisions in because I'm, I'm here for the long haul. Um, and I'm gonna get, you know, three hours of the same old thing. At what point did you think, oh, actually, this might be interesting that she's not just going to be twirling about on a mountain for three hours? Yeah. Um, I really loved the how to solve a problem because that was actually, a, a, I think that was a BBC show, wasn't it? Or a, or a competition or something. And I was, when I, I saw a bit of it and I was like, what does that mean? I didn't understand it, but now I do. And um I loved it. I loved it. it. That was the first bit where I felt this has got legs uh, for my attention. Obviously, I'm, I'm, you know, um, this is just for my my attention. And the reason was it was like when the nuns were sort of having that little chat about the problem of Maria. It's like it's almost like she's incorrigible. You can't kind of like ban her, but then you can't keep her. From from you know from where where the nuns are and it's like um, how to solve that you know she's completely adorable but then really scatty and it's like it's almost like um, you know the the song was saying how do you pin a cloud or something and it was like I really it was like ah oh, she's um, an enigma you know um, and that's what caught that's what held me honestly if that hadn't had been put in the, in the plot, I would have really struggled. To Maria's dismay, the mother abbess informs her that she will become a governess to the Von Trapp children until September. She dances and sings her way down to the Von Trapp manor and explores her new settings, and that's where we first meet Captain Von Trapp. First impressions? This is, this is um, a typical person with a with an icy heart i definitely when i was little was like wow what's this dude's deal <laughs> i guess maybe i have a little more understanding as to like maybe what like why he emotionally just like can't 
bring back any like thing that reminds him of his wife because he was so sad. I think he's not a mean person. He's just trying to maybe protect himself and protect his kids. If anyone can can crack the ice in his heart, it would be, you know, Maria. It was a nice setup for that relationship to either go pear-shaped or or them to fall in love. While Maria is determined to ease into life with the Von Trapps, she soon learns that the captain's eldest daughter, Liesel, is in the throes of first love with her secret boyfriend, Rolf. The pair express their affections for each other with the musical number 16 going on 17. 16 going on 17, like, love that ultimate, you know, goals at that point in my life. I thought that was a real kind of, um, a real great kind of, um, is it rites of passage or, or it was a cer certainly a great teenager feeling that I had, you know, having that real first love that was, you know, very complicated, but, um, and completely, um, um, forbidden in, in a sense. So that you've got a bit of Romeo and Juliet in there. Now that I'm like watching it, I'm like, well. You're a little young. <laughs> You're trying to date a Nazi. Maybe you should figure out your life. But when I was little, I was like, wow, she's cool and old and mature. His teenage romance brews in the background. The captain leaves Maria in charge of the children as he leaves town, and she takes them on a whistle-stop tour of Salzburg, dancing and hilltop climbing and guitar playing included. What did you make of that whole montage where they're wearing the curtain clothes? They're on the hill, they're learning their do-re-mis, they're going through the market, they're dancing on the steps of Salzburg. I, I think that was the, the bonding sealed. It was really what they'd been missing and what they craved, you know, they craved attention and love. It's just like that sense of adventure again. Two summers ago, I studied in in Germany and Austria. And so I got to do like the Sound of Music tour. So I got to like go to all the places that are in that scene, um, which was like a very exciting moment for me. The captain returns from his trip and is furious at Maria's antics with his children. At this point, we are also introduced to Baroness Schrader, the captain's love interest. Oh yeah, you sort of, um, well, she's a bit like him, a bit lonely. I definitely think when I was younger, I was like, who is this woman? Like, doesn't she know that she's getting in the way of like Maria and Captain Von Trapp's relationship? How dare she, even though, you know, she had no idea. There was a point in the film where you just think she's definitely going to stop any or snuff out anything romantically between them. Obviously she's looking after her own backs. It's funny. Cause I'm also like, wow, like, the poor, like, Baroness, she kind of wasn't the bad guy. <laughs> she was just misunderstood. <laughs> so I've got definitely, like, thought more about the more mature characters. So moved by his children singing, the captain also joins in the musical festivities by picking up a guitar and singing the song Edelweiss. With the passing of Christopher Plummer uh, in February this year, that was one of the... The scenes that was like shared a lot on social media where people were paying their respects to him. So what does that scene mean to you, especially, I guess, now given his passing this year? 
Yeah, I think that especially is like a very sentimental scene. The day that Christopher Plummer passed away, I like found out and I was like, I have to go watch that music right now. I was in tears sobbing the whole time. It's just like very sweet, even though it's kind of like a big 180 for him, for his character. Like he's like, wait, no, no singing. And then he's like, oh, okay. As the film progresses, the threat of Nazi occupation looms over the characters, especially Captain Von Trapp, who struggles with distinguishing between his friends and foes. What do you make of that now, especially watching it from an adult perspective and understanding the seriousness of what that meant in terms of our world history? As a kid, I don't think I really kind of realized what was going on in the moment. Like I knew that, you know, the end was like, I knew it like took place in World War II and like at the end there were Nazis, but I didn't realize like kind of how much it built up throughout the movie. Um, probably until recently, even when I just like caught more watching it so many times uh, more frequently. There was the guy at the ball, um, was it the ball or was it, it was a party they held? Who, who you, you saw, he was, um, you know, obviously saying Heil Hitler or something and, you know the, the reaction of of the of um, the head of the house, and also the the, the musical manager guy, half-heartedly saying "Heil Hitler," you know, and that was really interesting. And it kind of it because I I guess you know during that time you had those reactions. You know, you had ardent, um, you know, converted people, but then you had people going, "Oh, let's hope it will go away." not to rock the boat um and then you had people um who absolutely rejected it for what it was which was pure evil what did you think of that realism that they put in there in terms of people having different reactions to that i loved it i i just thought it it took it to another level for me on the, on the you know the last 45 minutes i i you know i was really kind of um on the edge of my seat and um, it was just a, it's just really great stuff. While political tensions simmer, the captain hosts a party for Baroness Schrader to meet his friends. Outside, the captain and Maria dance, sharing a moment that leaves her flustered. Guess who sees it all? The Baroness. Well, first of all, it's just so beautiful. Like every time I watch it, um, like it's my favorite scene to watch just because the choreography is good and like the light is good and the music is beautiful. And um, so all of that put together and then you can like, you see like their chemistry build throughout the dance um, until it becomes like kind of, I guess, too much for what they can do at the moment. So they have to stop it and like watching that tension builds. Um, it's very exciting. After the Baroness informs Maria of the captain's growing affections for her, she flees to the Abbey. Her visit is short-lived as the Mother Abbess tells Maria to face her love for the captain, and she returns back to the Von Trapps. The Baroness bows out, leaving the captain and Maria to declare their love to each other and get married at a big cathedral wedding. Well, first of all, I definitely have the entire like wedding dress pattern found and like ready to go for whenever I get married. <laughs> I've always been like, that's like my ideal wedding dress. So. While the captain and Maria are away on honeymoon, the Nazi occupation of Austria occurs. 
And that's when things take a turn. It was just after the wedding, because that's like up until the wedding, it's like picture perfect, isn't it? And then you get, you know, a beautiful dress. You've got, you know, everyone's happy. I guess, would it be fair to say that you enjoyed the second half of the film more than the first half? I did, yeah. But, you know, I like both um, together because it, because, because actually, if it was all the second half, I wouldn't have enjoyed it in a, in a sort of funny way. Because I did actually like the, um, um, the way it threaded through and, and paced together. While the newlyweds were away, their Uncle Max entered them into the local festival without the captain's permission. But when he summoned to enter the German Navy, he uses the festival as an opportunity to hatch an escape. Even still, when I watch it, I like, you know, know the ending, but I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Um, and I think for a long time, I didn't realize that like they were actually trying to leave and like were not planning on performing. Like I thought in my head, it was like, oh yeah, they're going to go perform the show and then escape. Like that's their plan. The Von Trapp family singers take to the stage. And for one last time, the captain sings Edelweiss. Yeah, I thought it was really beautiful. And uh, I, I just, um, it, obviously there was that underlying um, tone because the um, a lot of the audience were, from the Nazi party. So it didn't have that, that innocence about it that it did in the beginning. The family flees from the Nazis by hiding out in the Abbey. A confrontation between the captain and Liesel's boyfriend, Rolf, gets tense and he attempts to rat the family out. Oh, he's going to get shot. Definitely. I mean, that was on the cards. That's, that's why it's so good. Well, I, I thought the, the kids um, and Maria would, would escape. And I thought he would fall, fall on the sword or um, protect them. One of the nuns stops the Nazis by tampering with their car engines. And the Von Trapps climb every mountain into Switzerland. The end. I could, it, that's part, that part is just very funny because I know some very mischief, mischievous nuns. So... <laughs> It's very on brand, and especially she's like, oh, I've sinned, and then she's like, no, like, you're good. <laughs> you did the right thing. It's definitely just, like, a feeling of relief, like, they made it, they're gonna be okay. What would you say to somebody who hasn't seen The Sound of Music yet? Go and see it. It's uh, very nourishing, uplifting, and it's a good, good, good old-fashioned story. Definitely go and see it. Do you think The Sound of Music, do you think it lives up to the hype? More. More? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I, n I never knew about the Nazi stuff and I, I didn't realise it had a really good story. I just thought it was a bunch of people singing in the hills. Having those people in those roles, like, has also made it what it is, especially Julie Andrews. I think it's in a good spot. I don't think it's overrated i feel like some people could think that if they just like don't like it as much because um i've definitely met people who are like oh yeah i saw it once and like it was good and i'm like you don't understand i don't think it's underrated too i think it's appreciated um well in like the in the film and like musical world maybe this has started a new thing for me maybe i'm gonna you know give other musicals a chance i mean it's blown the doors open for me um, and, you know, I, I just, maybe I, I have missed out, but it, I mean, 
I guess the only thing I'm kind of doubtful on is I the bar's quite high now, so I'm like all the other musicals need to be up to scratch to, to you know I hopefully each you know other musicals will be have a good story because I think for me the music is is it needs more than that you know it's great to have great music because it's a musical but you you need a great story that develops and has character arcs and you know just different plot twists and stuff like that so that's what kept it for me I think now like it's been like oh this is an old movie like not a lot of people are like we should redo sound of music and i think it's because they know it could never be touched <laughs> so there you have it the sound of music still resonates with longtime and newfound fans what did you think of this episode could you identify with patrick or claire Whatever your film opinions, we'd love to continue the conversation with you. Hit us up on Instagram at the NHIE pod to get into it. If you know anyone who would like this podcast, please share it with them. And if you'd like to rate and review the show, we'd appreciate that too. Until next time.